Last year, not long before cholera was added to the list of Hades' miseries, Ophelia Dahl was in one of a long string of vehicles making its way in fits and starts through the narrow streets of Port-au-Prince, Haiti. Some were top-top vans painted with bright colors and packed with locals. Others, the plain white, late-model SUVs of foreign NGOs, non-governmental organizations, whose occupants enjoyed more elbow room. Still others were military trucks filled with blue-helmeted United Nations troops. Months after the earthquake of January 12, 2010, that took from 50,000 to 230,000 lives, estimates vary, great piles of rubble still rose from nearly every block, mountains of broken concrete, twists of rebar, hills of stones, glass, garbage. In this low-rise city, wrought largely of cement, what hadn't collapsed was cracked and fissured. We passed the quiet ruins of the National Palace, upon which repairs had not begun, and busy streets where houses marked in red by government engineers, meaning, this is condemned, stay away, had children scrambling up their steps and through the open doorways. In front of one house sat a girl on a box, holding one end of a string. The other was tied around the neck of a kitten to keep it from running away. Next to another lay its former neighbor, now a 50 by 100 foot slab of concrete, a roof pancaked to chest height. Astride it stood a single thin laborer, his feet wide apart as he chipped away at it with a pickaxe, a task he looked unlikely to finish in his lifetime. Things didn't look so great now, acknowledged Dahl, but right after the earthquake, it was much worse. Despite 30 years of working amidst the heartaches of Haiti, she found the suffering of the numberless wounded difficult to take, and noted that it was much better after the morphine arrived a few days later. Though improving global health care is her calling, she still would prefer not to look agony in the face. At the city's edge, we heard a crunch behind our SUV. A motorcycle following us had been struck by the truck behind it and now lay crushed in the street. The motorcycle's driver, limping but not badly hurt, dragged the bike out of the way. Dahl was not exactly quick to turn around. I've seen so many accidents, she explained. I prefer to sit in back behind one of the front seats. That way, if something happens in front, I might not have to see it unfold. It is hard to begrudge Dahl this small impulse toward self-preservation because her outlook, in general, is so unblinking. As the executive director of Partners in Health, the groundbreaking global health organization, Dahl devotes herself to the world's poor every day. PIH, founded in 1987 by Dahl, Dr. Paul Farmer, Dr. Jim Young Kim, and two others, has grown from the calling of a handful of scrappy volunteers who established clinics in Haiti to one of the most influential international healthcare efforts. Besides Haiti, they are active in 11 other countries. Ophelia directs over 100 employees in Boston, and there are 1,200 worldwide. PIH has a reputation for stubbornness that comes from taking on gnarly problems others shy from. Multi-drug-resistant tuberculosis in Peruvian slums and Russian prisons, for example, or HIV infection in Haiti, or cancers. 
often in open defiance of traditional cost-benefit analysis, aiming to provide not just the basics, but a preferential option for the poor. They have challenged the world's public health experts to recalibrate notions of what's affordable or reasonable for the poor, asserting, in so many words, that we can do a whole lot better. We're all in favor of charity, Dahl explains. We just believe the bar is generally set very low.